you are listening to a pre-recorded segment of the Third and East podcast. Welcome to the Third and East podcast. Today is Sloan. It's Tampa Bay Buccaneers Day. Give me some round. The the orange cream sickle jerseys. I can see them now. Oh come on, those are classics. Those are amazing. The old ones were cool, like in this early, like in the seventies, whenever they started. The ones now look Buckle like Bru- Buckle Bruce, man. The, hey, man, you know, my, he, he... my my <laughs> my best friend, my college roommate is a Buccaneers guy. I don't know why, but he's a Buccaneers fan. They're a lovable but, franchise. They're lovable losers, man. To get, and I always wanted to get him a throwback, creamsicle Buccaneers jersey. Because I think it's the most, I think it's one of the most gorgeous throwbacks there is. It's a, orange is a color that needs to be used more in the sports industry. It's awesome. I agree. Hook them horns. Orange, orange is also a guy color. Let's be honest. It is. It is. Well, I would try to rhyme with orange, but we can't. But that might be how to sum up. The fucking season last year, it was a bit of bright and then dark. Uh, the fucking came into last year. I mean, twenty twenty one. This outside of that upset playoff upset with the Rams upsetting them at home, I thought the Buccaneers were going to win the NFC. Once the Packers were eliminated, I thought the Buccaneers were going to easily win the NFC, and they were upset. I'm like, all right. I predicted the Buccaneers to win the NFC last year, and last year happened. And they were exposed. They were an old team. Really old team. Yeah. Yeah, Brady just looking at shoulders for himself. The offensive line looked awful. Receivers couldn't catch a pass. Mike Evans is really the only one to perform. Fournette looked bad. The defense wasn't playing as great as it should be. It was overall. And they it, they made the playoffs because of, of a joke that the NFC South is right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, that team should have made, have made the playoffs. And they were embarrassed on uh, ESPN on a Monday night playoff game to Dallas. And Dallas was easily much the best. Yeah, the the Buccaneers a few years ago, whenever they won the Super Bowl, keep in mind, it was in Tampa Bay. They had the home field advantage throughout the entire playoffs. They played more home games than anyone else. They did not have – as a Packers fan, sadly, I have to be reminded – because they did not have home field throughout the playoffs because they won up in Lambeau. Granted, it oh, was you're not, right. <laughs> granted, it was not. Granted, it was not a very. It was a COVID crowd. Mm-hmm. If the Packers had five more minutes in that game, they won the game. Yeah, they but win they win that football game. Yeah, but they didn't. The famous Lombardi quote: "We didn't lose. We just ran out of time." I knew that the Packers had home field advantage. They were there on that scene. Brady, <laughs> Brady Nat, now is retired. He divorced Giselle. Whatever. Yeah. Well, here. Well, my point on that was, um, they were like, they were so proud because they're like, we returned all of our starters. 
okay, but there were some holes on that team. They got hot. It's like when the 2011 Giants returned a lot of starters. They were a nine and seven team. That's not a great. That wasn't a that great of a team. They got hot when they need to. So there were some there were some obvious holes. Bruce Arians stepped down out of nowhere, gave the coaching reins to the wrong coordinator, in my opinion, by far. Fire, and then firing Leftwich and a coach. Yeah, and then they ended up firing him anyways. He showed loyalty to them, not taking the Jacksonville job, and they fire him. I have no respect for Tampa Bay. They used to be lovable losers. They're going to go 2-15, and 15 and they deserve every bit of it. Every bit of it. Because they did it to themselves. Yes, this looks like a real... This is not, I mean... Is Tampa Bay the front runner to be the top seed in um, draft this year? They might I, as well be. I mean, they look pretty bad. I mean, their offense... The defense is trying to keep them in games this year. Yeah. Just because of how good they are against a run, their secondary is okay. I mean, their linebacking core is still great. It's still good. Their linebacking core is still good. But who do they have? Mike Evans, but there's no one to throw to him. Evans and uh, yeah, Mike Evans and um, and what's it? and the other receiver? Godwin. And Godwin. I mean, Godwin. he's been hurt the last couple of years. Yep. So what are we going to get out of him? I mean, in all honesty, it, I, I know we kind of say, oh, they'll probably pick top four in the draft. To me, this is my bona fide pick to pick number one. You have the worst quarterback room. You have one of the worst head coaches in the league. You have yeah. you had a horrible draft. They're, look at their draft. I like, yeah. I like Cody Mount. From North Dakota State, I really like him. I think he's going to be a steal. Everyone else on here is—I'm not going to call them bums. That's not fair. They're just—they're guys—they're just guys. They're just guys. They have no serious firepower that they got from this draft at all. Donovan and you Smith, have Baker Mayfield. Donovan Smith at left tackle last year absolutely sucked. I mean, he was awful. He was like garbage. Helped fill that a little bit. Tristan works. He has to be healthy to be, you know, Tristan Worth is such a key piece of that team. He has not been the same since he got that injury back a couple of seasons ago. He has not been the same tackle still. No, no. Yeah, Cody Allie Martin, Martin retired a long time ago. He is ago. definitely the safest pick in anything because I think, mm-hmm. you know, hey, it's a Midwest guy. You want, when you want offensive linemen, you want a Midwest guy. Hell yeah. Right. You know, some corn, some bread, and some beef. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I think like, I think he's going to be a Pro Bowl tackle. Uh, he's going to be a Pro Bowl tackle or a Pro Bowl guard. I think he was a really good pick for them. Outside of that, no, there's nothing much there. Yeah, AJ Conzi to me is a boomer bust. The guy has some pro- he has some project to him. He's really really fast. Yes. And, and hey. The poor man's Aaron Donald in a way because he can play outside, he can play inside, but really fast defensive tackle and speed always, always size helps in the run game. Today's NFL speed is everything at defensive tackle. Yes, I think mean, I like I like this pick. I like that first round pick out out of Pittsburgh for Tampa Bay. Um, any pick. 
I didn't like that one. Uh, I, I, I don't Project, like their draft. But it's, but it's boom or bust. With that one, there's a high upside. I think it's kind of why by fan a few years. Oh, yeah, it's going to pay off. This year, no way. No way. You To me, I mean, you lose Tom Brady. But he wasn't great last year. Who is Leonard Fournette? Julio Jones? This is a rebuild, and they might. This is a team that is high fantasy for training midseason and also firing Todd Bowles midseason. We'll see them do a complete overhaul. Uh, I wanted to give a shout out to Trey Palmer. They got him in the sixth round uh, outside of Nebraska. I thought he had a solid year last year. He caught six passes a game, so I think there's a little bit of bright spot with him. But outside of that and what they have now, it all comes down to who's going to throw to these guys. Are you going to get Kyle Trask, who is a waste of a pick, in my opinion? Are you going to get Baker Mayfield, who didn't succeed with one of the most talented rosters in the NFL when he was in Cleveland? So I don't know what people expect him to do now. And then I don't even know who their offensive coordinator is at this point. It's probably someone worse than Byron Leftwich. So – this is my first overall pick team. I hate how they conducted themselves these last couple of years. I hate what they did to Byron Leftwich. They went all in to get Brady and try to make something happen. Now it's biting them in the butt. They at, deserve what at, they're going to get. At least with Brady, it was just free agency. It wasn't a trade. Yeah, it, yeah. They, they, that's they, okay with the years. And, and that's mean, fine. And they got a championship out of it. I mean, at the end of the day, it was going, worth it. This is, they will win some games. Because of how incompetent the NFC South is going to be this year, I think their line, their linebacking core is ab- and their receiving core is absolutely this, and their secondary. They're back. I mean, they're back. Um, their back seven's actually pretty solid. With their linebacking core and their, and their secondary, it's actually pretty damn solid. Their receiving core is. I'm far, if not better than its top ten in the league. It's everywhere else with offensive line, running back, defensive line, and quarterback. They're going to really struggle. But that's really going to be important. And I see them winning three to five games. Yeah, I mean, I was saying two to three. So, I mean, Kind of, kind of the same thing. Uh, I've, I've seen other predictions saying they're going to go zero and seventeen, and again, that's hard to do. That, that's that that's really so... hard to do. Hey, when speaking of things, what, what, what the things that go by, Was it twenty six games in a row? Sorry, crazy. Remember the things that go bucks? Wasn't wasn't it oh, twenty six games in a row? Yeah, seventy six and seventy seven bucks. Yeah, they went zero. And uh, 14, they started out 0-12 the year after that. And do you want to know the reason why I remember that, Pat? Do you want to know the reason why I remember that? Why? You weren't alive! No, 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 no. But here, I know I wasn't alive, but here's why. I wasn't alive. A few years a, a few years ago, when young Sloan Moyle was, didn't have a beer, but just had sideburns, he was approached by the swim coach of Angleton High School and said, Hey, did you know we have water polo? I said, no, I didn't. He was like, well, we went 0-16 last year, but I think we're going to turn things around, and I need some guys that um, are in the offseason who will show up 
and who will get a little dirty in the trenches when I need him to. And I was stupid enough to do it. And Pat, and well, Pat, after going 0 16 our first year, we lost our first 10 games of the second year. So we started out 0 26 as well. (laughs) And then we won. So, in all fairness, we won. We won two. We went on a little. We won one, lost the other one, won the second one, and then lost our last game. So we went two and 14 our second year, but we lost our first 26 games of existence. By a pre, and there was there was like three that were kind of close. The rest of them were lopsided blowouts. We had no idea what we were doing. So that's why I remember that. (laughs) Granted, granted, I will say this about those Pensacola Bucks. It was during that time during the true expansion. You're too young enough to remember that true expansion rules. It's not like it's I remember them there's a reason, very, there's very a, clearly. There's a, there's a reason why it's fans dress are now because they're it's especially in the especially in the arena sports and basketball, especially in hockey, mm-hmm. where they are designed to make them win now. Right. We're truly the slum and the slum, like the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Like the Buccaneers were never given a chance. And no, not at all. That's why me. if you if you look at John McKay's contract, everyone, he was everyone, guaranteed everyone, five years because it was going to take five years to put something out there. Everyone will say the 08 Lions were worse than the 76 Bucks. No. That is never the case. The no. 76 Bucks were easily the worst. They had nobody. They had nobody. Look at their look at their combined passing stats. Look at their rushing lead. Look at they had the second year they had a solid defense. So I think people kind of get those mixed up. But look at their if well, you look at their first right here, year, they were unwatchable. We were Selman was unbelievable. RIP. RIP. But and also I'll be a give me and some love defense. The O two Bucks defense is one that's is top five in the NFL history, in my opinion. I agree. I, I think I think the for I think the late seventies, early eighties Bucks were the best. Were, for were some the, of the best. All of, for the Hall of Famers that they produced mm-hmm. will absolutely belong in the top five list. Yes. They were unbelievable. Yes. They should have won they should have won an NFC championship. With Tony Dungy when they already coached. He was the better coach than John Duner. Hot take. Yeah. No, absolutely. And then he got fired for no reason. Yeah. Uh, I think Tony Dungy had a raw deal in Tampa Bay. Oh, absolutely he did. You enjoyed this for an East podcast. You enjoy the rest of the episodes of the other episodes and of your NFC North rivals as well as the um other NFL teams, be sure to take a look at us at the other NFL franchises uh, episodes as well as our day to day and NFL previews and recaps that, that we do, me and some do on a week to week basis. As we recap, preview, and we also do some college football on the side before the fans. Uh, so be sure to check that out. Thank you so much.